say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that doesn't have secret footage of alien life to leak. Just the tapes we found on our GoForce bed. This is Hysteria 51. Upon further review, I don't wish that upon humanity. I am only so evil, you know. That's probably a good call. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, also known as Chicago. I'm your host, Brent Han. John, still in sabbatical. Bangkok has him now. That other voice, it's a conspiracy bot. A robot I made to help the show. Spoiler, he doesn't. I call bullshit on that. This show is nothing without my charm, good looks, and affectionate demeanor. <laughs> We're going to have to agree to disagree on that. But question for you, since you're so helpful, as you say. This week, it's a leaked video. Or videos. What's your favorite leaked video of all time? Besides sex tapes. Besides sex tapes. Hard pass. Not surprised. I I think mine is anytime people are showing their true colors, ah, the ones that come to mind are Mel Gibson yelling at, uh, that was his wife or girlfriend at the time, Christian Bale yelling at people that he worked with, or the crap Alec Baldwin is yelling at his daughter, just calling her everything under the sun. Just terrible and i know that sounds funny that it's my favorites but but it reminds people that they're human these these people that we put up on pedestals and they should be treated as human not uh, the end all be all just because they're celebrities weird i got some of my favorite inspirational quotes from those tapes of course you did <laughs> but lucky for me and all the listeners very lucky i don't have to do this episode with just you we've got a returning guest rob christopherson the host of Our Strange Skies. It's been a long time. Welcome back to the Lower Fourth. Thank you for having me back. Uh, if like, Could your methods of introducing me back here be a little easier? I feel like I've been sucked through some light beams and stuff. <laughs> Man, just put a door in. <laughs> just Yeah, yeah. Those are expensive. Gateways through the ether, they don't come cheap. I hope you know that. <laughs> So this was just like a really great upgrade that, you know, like a a really great, you know, pull that you got. So you could promote that anytime you want. Great, man. Like, I get it. You're on the next level. You're a next level podcast. Everything that we do is great. I don't know what you're talking about. That just seems (laughs) redundant. (laughs) So so what's new with our strange skies? What's going on? You know, we've had a spectacular this uh, October. We've put out nine episodes because i am a psychopath i was just gonna say man that gave me nightmares just hearing that it was not (laughs) easy so you're not sleeping and you hate yourself keep going yeah yeah uh (laughs) yeah but uh yeah i i pay tribute to uh two things that uh have influenced my life from the start the first is uh crack cocaine uh, and low birth weight or uh, you- yeah exactly it's it's <laughs> basically that's uh what the adirondacks are now um, <laughs> yeah actually and, this and- is really exciting i'll, I'll do your side not only are you doing something that is out of your wheelhouse you're getting a lot of praise for it too that's really cool it's so weird because like i put out an episode like i'm a ufo podcast i put out an episode about a hermit and people go nuts for it i'm like what's going on here i've broken my own podcast you know what so we did um we've always said that we want to do on here the unusual the weird the unexplained anything that we find that's out of the norm that we enjoy so i don't want to pigeonhole it we've done true crime stuff we've done everything well we did last year we did the the robert smalls episode which is kind of like you was out of our wheelhouse Mm-hmm. And I, one of the first emails we got was like, I listened to Hysteria 51, not Historia 51. You suck. <laughs> well, that is that is the one we got our Webby honoree for that episode. Well, <laughs> suck so it, like, emailer. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like you never know. You take a, a jab, you do it something, something different, and sometimes it pays off and sometimes it doesn't. So that's awesome for you. That's awesome. Yeah. So what, yeah. like, what's the whole series? Tell, tell everyone what it's about. So, um, I have lived all my life in the Adirondack Mountains. So he's the, spoiler, he's the hermit. 
Yeah, um, yeah, I pretty much am. I mean, if you live here, you practically are a hermit. But <laughs> like the Adirondacks is one of the first like wildlife preserves in the United States. It was established in the late 1800s, and it's pretty well untouched. It's kind of like the Pacific Northwest, and you know we've got our own Bigfoots and stuff like that. So I told some stories from my neck of the woods, but I also paid tribute to something that tormented me as a child, and that is Unsolved Mysteries. So I did, you know, I, I split it in half. I told Adirondacky stories, and then I told, I had people on to talk about how Robert Stack terrorized them in their childhood. <laughs> right. So it's it, it a great combo. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if a lot of people know this, the main export of the Adirondack, chairs. Yes, chairs, like like chairs all the time. <laughs> Just chairs as far as the eye can see. Yeah. How's yeah, the chair yeah. crop this year? Well, she's growing <laughs> mighty fine. <laughs> Knee high by the 4th of July, they say, on a good chair. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah, we have our own version of the lottery. If your chairs aren't knee high by yeah. July, you're you know, somebody's gonna die. <laughs> Someone out there has no idea what an Adirondack chair is, and they're like, "What the fuck are these guys talking about? This is stupid." <laughs> like, yeah, that's the one odd thing that has like outlived the Adirondacks are these damn chairs yep. <laughs> because you see them like everywhere now, and it's yep. like, oh, cool, I guess well, they're yeah. really uncomfortable to sit in. They are weird. <laughs> Like yes. it, you, you slope, but your your legs are going forward. You're sloped back, not forward, but kind of up. It's a weird chair. But yeah, people like them. My local little watering hole I go to, they were just it was Guinness was giving away Adirondack chairs, like Guinness branded ones. Uh, they had like a bags tournament there. I was like, all right, there you go. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So we are here though this week, and we I picked this one because your your nickname is Skinny Rob. And, oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Figure to be the best. Everyone, you know, Rob, Bob, they're, they're the same thing. What's the difference? Yeah, we're on a first name basis, which is skinny. <laughs> <laughs> but this is such a great story. The, the funny thing about it is, and I was just telling Rob this before we started, a bunch of you listeners have written in asking me to do this one. And there's so little info taken from this short little series of videos, this footage, but it's got its own life of its own and people have ran with it. It, it amazes me what has been born out of such little information. And it all started on a YouTube channel back in 2011. And it had an ominous name, I guess you could say, Ivan0135. Why is that so ominous? Uh, it almost seems like, I don't know, like maybe he's a secret agent or something like that. Maybe it's a code name. He's one of those damn Ruskies. Didn't we yeah. go to war with them? It was cold, but... We went to war with them. <laughs> but yeah, in 2011, a series of videos, they were released on this channel. And what's funny is, if you, you can look up yourself, IVAN0135, that's it. That is all that's on this channel is these series of videos. There's no comments, no anything. They each have like half a million views. There's thousands of subscribers. One of them is the Hysteria 51 channel, just in case. <laughs> I'm an opportunivore. And that's it. But what the content of them is what's crazy is because it's supposed leaked government footage of gray aliens. Uh, most of them have won and, and the group shots. And the footage was called Skinny Bob in the designations form of like these alleged uh, videos. So the person who posted them said that when they found the videos, they were labeled Skinny Bob. Like that's what the government called this guy. It's like it's like the government always has these really... I don't know. They they have really dumb like code names for certain things, just really odd ones too. And Skinny Bob is up there with yeah. The you would think like most of, and a lot of times it make no sense. He'd be like Majestic Clydesdale or something stupid, <laughs> you know. And, and it's like Skinny Bob. Well, that's right on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eight years though, Rob. Eight years have gone by. That's it. Nothing else has came from that page. And here we are talking about it in good old 2019. I know. I'm surprised the government has not taken it down yet. Well, or we'll get taken down for talking about it, one or the other. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure my podcast is canceled now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a government shill, so you're protected. Oh, you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so this footage, though, it's it, break it down a little bit. Uh, the first video is four clips. 
two of them showing a flying saucer film from a moving car and from a plane. And the other two clips show a crashed saucer and dead bodies of, of these gray aliens on the ground. Now, the saucer clips are not good. I think is no, they're very shaky. Yeah, very, very shaky. And the whole thing of this is, it looks like someone took old footage and played it on a projector and then filmed that footage. Right is the 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 style that it's in. In the second video, uh, the alien is shown. Skinny Bob, our hero, enters the story. <laughs> it looks like he's sitting in a chair. And it looks like he's doing something. I don't know. Like he's operating something. He's doing a puzzle. He's, I don't know. It kind of reminded me of like a kid, like in maybe in like preschool or something. And he's putting square pegs and round holes. Yeah, and that's stuff. What, like a puzzle or something. That's, it looks like he was like, they'd be like testing him for like hand eye coordination or something like that. Or that's what they're trying to, to get at. And the second clip in the video shows a complete like pan from right above his feet. So you never see his feet. Showing the entire body of Skinny Bob. Uh, it moves upwards. One of his arms was like considerably, I don't know, a few inches longer than the other one, but it looks like your average gray alien, though he was in like a jumpsuit, like a uh, a dark colored jumpsuit. You know, you gotta you gotta wear the uniform uh for the job that you want, and right. he does. <laughs> I want anything. I just want a windbreaker. What do what I have to do? <laughs> To get the wind will never stand a chance if I get my dreams <laughs> answered. That's the next piece of merchandise coming to you folks. Well, that's that's what he was upset for. That's why he came here. All his friends died. They wanted the right to not have to wear horrible jumpsuits. They wanted their own track suits. Yeah, piece, I mean, one. in '42, I the, the clothing choices were so much better. Just yeah. so much better. That's I could right. see him. Wearing a pair of slacks, a nice button-up shirt. Well, you had your you know? formal three-piece suit, your leisure three-piece suit, your swimming four-piece suit. Uh, oh yes, <laughs> with optional aquatic tie, and uh, that was <laughs> what most people you gotta, wore. You got to make sure to cover those ankles, bud. That's cover right. those ankles. <laughs> Sexy. And then there's this third video. It's just text about the quote-unquote authenticity of the material. The background is showing a handprint of one of the aliens, and guess what? It's got four fingers, so obviously it's not. You know, it's funny. It's got four fingers, and our our LLC, John and I, it's got a four-fingered handprint, so one might say we're a little ahead of our time. We're behind one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Maybe, you know, if you subscribe to the, the theory that aliens are just humans in the future, well, we're going down a, a digit here, folks. That's right. And if you watch The Simpsons on one of them, it's like, they show that in the future, we might develop a fifth finger. And they're like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> but here's an interesting thing that I took from this one. It says that Ferg's contact was made in 1942 in a series of diplomatic visits to discuss matters of mutual concern. 42 is pre-Roswell. They're going back there a little bit. Yeah, but it's not the only pre-Roswell crash that we have. No, we it's have, just, no, not at all. No, no, no. No, we have the, the Cape Girardeau crash of the year before. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you and know. This might be a little nod to that. That's one of the things that people talk about. But here's what it says. So I'll tell you what these say. They say, under the Treaty 2304, these meetings would take place in secrecy. A limited number of special agents would escort visitors, and they would only meet high-ranking officials. According to the document 072-E, at the meeting of 1961, there was an incident involving three suspects due to the violation of the agreement by the officers at the military base, where they discovered that their arrival had been filmed with a hidden device without their consent. Ooh. Probably in the bathroom. <laughs> Under the treaty 2304, <laughs> the meetings would be confidential and filming or taking photos would not be allowed. After the incident, the treaty was revised. So that kind of is funny because when you watch the videos, the fourth one, it's actually called Family Vacation, yep. shows <laughs> several types of gray aliens walking and it's fuzzy. But at the end, one of them turns and kind of. Uh, I don't know, looks at the camera almost. <laughs> Thank you, Seabot. <laughs> Busted. <sighs> I guess what I'm getting at, just we, that was a quick run through of some of the videos. This passes my smell test, and I'm on board with them. I hope you are too, is where I'm going with this. 
Sure. <laughs> what right off the bat, why do you think people latched onto this story? What what was it about it that made that you think they go, Yeah, I like this? For one, I think it's just the mysterious delivery of putting YouTube videos up with no explanation. But like the explanation your the, the explanation of the posters in the videos. So you're getting the, the greatest hits of, you know, alien landing, kind of like the Eisenhower Treaty stuff happening pre-Eisenhower. Uh, you've got the government conspiracy, and it shows you the documents at the end and stuff like that. And then I think Skinny Bob himself, because, like, looking at Skinny Bob, he doesn't look like an alien that would have been filmed in black and white in 1942. He right. just doesn't. Right. He looks a little more... Uh, the the mo the motions in that video are a little more modern, mm -hmm. shall we say, mm -hmm. which which definitely makes it more likely that it's CGI. But I, I think just the whole package and how mysterious it is is really what people latched on to. Yeah, I think it's interesting in a day and age where everyone wants to make money and and turn things to a profit or get popularity off of things. You've got videos that have never really been promoted and are still getting hundreds of thousands of views and they would be in the millions and millions if anyone really paid attention to this and that was it never touched again mm -hmm. you can go to facebook and there's a thousand john titor pages where the guy is saying that he's john titor and then john <laughs> titor went on to all these other pages and calls and talks and things like that it's a little more interesting when someone does a one and done you know pump and dump and and so to speak, and, and then they're out. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, that kind of is a fun thing, and I think that's why people will get into why they could have done that in the future. But let's head to break real quick. But when we come back, we're going to dissect this alien footage. See what I did there? We're going to dissect this alien footage. <laughs> and uh, talk, could it be real or just CGI? Reasons for that. That's next on Hysteria 51. <laughs> Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users... David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation, too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long-term retention, you know. It, and yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm -hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value. And you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I'd go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use. And we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term. And uh, it's something that uh, it works. You know, and we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started for very limited time. Hysteria Fifty One listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. How much? Fifty percent. Visit Rosetta Stone dot com slash today that's 50 percent off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life wow redeem redeem, redeem. how do they do it rachete your 50 oh. percent off <laughs> rachete <laughs> redeem it 50 percent off rosettastone.com slash today do it today 
After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Uh, I don't like how skeptical you were there with CGI because obviously, like I said, this passes my smell test and it looks real to me. Damn straight. What? What? what like like did you like the smell test did you did you hold your nose up to the screen and you're like oh yeah yeah this is it right here this is Rob, this is heard, the goods you heard in the background that <laughs> obviously it was a video that was real you could hear the machine playing it and we still don't have you know, I love it when they dissect these we still don't have the technology to make graphics like this look at the you can see the veins pulsating when he when he blinks, it's amazing. Well, no, it looks like <laughs> PS2 graphics, you know, or three or whatever you're playing back then, you know. But anyway, what I'm getting at is it's not for us. Rob, you contacted ILM and got their official position on this, correct? Well, I uh, I actually flipped that to CBOT. And I chose to just ignore that. That's, that, uh, that seems about right. <laughs> that seems about right. So, uh, well, I, the next best thing to industrial light and magic is, I think, our opinion. So that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the video. Here's the thing in videos. I understand when someone sees something in the sky, it's hard to to find something sometimes when it's up in the sky. But when you're sitting filming someone, why can no one keep a camera steady? Why are they always so damn shaky? uh you know people are I, I think they're nervous most of the time when they get this or like seeing something that they've never seen before in their lives so they you know their their excitement just gets the better of them you know, you know unsteady hands that, that could be true it's funny i was talking to here's a little name drop but i was talking to travis walton and he was like everyone <laughs> loves to say <laughs> i was talking to uh, and he goes, everyone loves to say, well, when you were there, why didn't you ask this? Why didn't you ask that? Why didn't you ask this? And he goes, I always want to tell him, you go in a fucking spaceship and get all this <laughs> stuff happening. And then you think clearly of what you're supposed to ask. Of course, hindsight's going to say, man, I should have done this. But really, all you're thinking is like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I hadn't really thought about that aspect of it. That's true. You know, well. You also have to take into consideration if we're talking about 1942, how heavy were those cameras, man? They were huge. Right. And they gave off so much radiation that the guy died within weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were basically like, you know, the the folks that made hats back in the 1800s, you know, ingesting all that mercury, man. It's not good. <laughs> Every good hat has mercury in it. That's just the way yeah. it goes. Yeah. People have broken down the footage, though. The, people have broken down the footage, though, and they say there's a stutter with the alien because the CGI used doesn't match the frame rate of the video. And they say that that is even on higher end stuff. It's it's hard to and expensive 
to do something in 30 frame rates a second or 60 if you're going to you know doing that but this would have been 30 so even if it's just animated in 24 frames or 12 depending on how they do it it shows and that's why there's that stutter and the mm. way that they cover that is they make it look like it's an old video you know they right. put in the effects of or they like could have been done they run it through a projector and then film that you know and that's what it kind of looks like is what happened but it just looks off when you look at it um yeah it does you know but it's an alien maybe that's just how they look maybe maybe they uh are out of frame (laughs) no or they 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 blur in and out it's not blurring it's like you said the movements are just off and usually that is because of 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 the animation but it is blinking it is moving around it's a good i mean i'm not taking anything away from it uh, it, it it looks good don't you think as far as the alien itself i i tend to wonder i wonder if this is a rick Doty side project i really do because yeah. uh, you know i i i think i still think these days rick Doty is behind certain things man. i wouldn't be surprised if he was behind this video rick really Doty's wouldn't. name is coming back up man He's floating around. He's doing podcasts. He's you know what's you know what's great is uh, in the uh, he's um, a member of the Summer in the Skies Facebook group. Mm-hmm. So whenever I'm on Ryan's podcast, he will like the <laughs> the post for that particular episode, and I am so onto his radar. I'm no, I don't trust him. <laughs> Can you really fault a guy? All he did was run someone's live, lie to a nation, things like that. It's not that big of a deal, right? You know. I mean, he's a perfect government shill, so <laughs> he probably did a good job. That's the point. Yeah. And, and you know, do you ever he's really probably retire? got a great retirement package, man? Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you worry about his package. So who is <laughs> who is Ivan zero one three five? That's the thing. Like you know, the the nice thing about YouTube, if you're just doing stuff like this, is anonymity. No one really knows who you are, but <laughs> by God. Someone called in saying they were him, much like a John Tidor. A uh, caller called into Midnight in the Desert claiming to be Ivan. Now, was Ivan a, a Russian? No. He he sounded like you or me, just anyone with a, a nondescript American accent. Guess what he was, though? He said, and this is how he said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am an MK Ultra, a yeah. CIA MK Ultra, and I have been one since 1981. <laughs> like not even like you know i was in the mk ultra experiments or things like i am an mk ultra i think okay. the um i think the perfect requirement for trolling in any sense is poor grammar and sentence structure like well, if you don't have those you are not an effective disinformation agent or a troll or maybe ivan really is from the soviet union back then when it was the soviet union and uh, he's just not, you know, he's got the accent down, not all the words. <laughs> maybe, just maybe. But he said he got firsthand account of all this from the alien himself who he helped escape. He went with the alien to his ship. Guess what? He jumped a ride with it on that ship back to its planet. And then they brought him home to the elders of its species, brought him back here. And he said he the videos were from a hidden pocket camera he smuggled into the base and he filmed just like I said, uh, you know, he'd had the the video projector projecting on the wall and he filmed all that with it. Did you listen to the the video or the the call at all into Midnight of the Desert? I did. It, it was fantastic. It was it, wonderful. It it sounds i don't mean to downplay it because i love shows like that and the best thing about coast to coast midnight in the desert and things like that is they let anyone call in and they give them the floor you know what i mean (laughs) they let them say what they want and this was just the perfect example of someone coming in going i did this and that and the other and they're like wow yep all right tell me about it tell me all about it yeah that's hard for me to do can you do that uh i don't know can i can i really but um i mean like i think what was great about it was uh it's it almost seems like a tribute to art bell himself and and all the Mm -hmm. great art bell 
uh, moments on Coast to Coast in which he would have open lines and he would entertain just about anybody. And of course, you know, his most, uh, the most famous segment was the Area 51 caller. He opened oh, up his lines. Oh, I gotta go. Oh, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be onto me in any moment. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, Art Bell's uh, radio feed goes down for like half an hour. Yeah, and like, he's like, "Oh fuck! Oh shit!" There, <laughs> yep, it's true. It's all true. And, and you know, he's struggling because he just, you know, had sucked down three cigarettes before that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, there's no vetting. There's no anything. You call in, you get on the show, you say what you want, and some yeah. of these get popular. For one reason or another, you know, that guy, supposedly the the Area 51 caller called back in, you know, eventually, uh, I don't remember if it was months or weeks later, stuff like that. Uh, it's it's so funny how things like this happen. And the 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 part about the the Ivan channel on YouTube is the Ivan. And the other thing is the fourth video starts and there is a fuzzy image of a patch or mm -hmm. a, a maybe a badge and that badge is actually you they've they've people have taken the picture it's a KGB badge yeah and it's definitely what that is or a, a facsimile thereof so you've got the you've got the um Ivan name you've got this KGB badge and a lot of people if you go onto the internet and you read the the message boards they're like this is just soft disclosure the the Soviet Union at the time, Russia now, whatever, who whoever is pulling the strings, we're just trying to help us with soft disclosure. So <laughs> I hate that term, and I don't call it soft disclosure. I call it limp disclosure. <laughs> it's not turgid disclosure. <laughs> you know, it depends on the words I'm slinging that day. If I got some big words coming out, you betcha. <laughs> So what do you think? Like, that's a funny thing. You say that. Like, do you think anything like that happens? Are are, are we fed, force fed or drip fed anything? Or is that just a, a, a lie? I think mm, disclosure nine times out of ten is a lie. Uh, and mostly because I think a lot of people look for someone to give them answers to something that they can't explain or like they just have no answers to. And I think uh, for us, because of the way that the government handled UFO sightings from the forties until 69, that they thought they had all the answers. And I mean, when you look at other cases from across the, um, across the globe, there was one, the, um, uh, there was a uh, really dramatic UFO sighting in 59 in Papua New Guinea, and uh, this reverend waved at this UFO in the air, and Dr. J. Allen Hynek came across this case, I think it was in, the, in, in England's files, mm -hmm. and they just gave it to him because they're like, oh, you Americans can have it, you yeah. can figure this stuff out, and... I think a lot of people just look to the government for answers. They assume that they just have the well, answers. Well, it was a when... different time, and at that time, if the government told you that it was not for you, right? you kind of, you know, we're coming out of world wars, every, it's a prosperous time. You just thought, well, it's not for us to know, and it's above our, our pay grade, so to speak, and the government is doing it for a reason, and it's not for us to know one right. way or another. and Or, like you said... Well, they'll be the ones to know, so I just give it to them, and if they tell me to shut up about it, well, you do that, period, and, you know, full stop. Right. Somebody's got to have a prescription. You go to your doctor to figure out what's wrong with you. You you go to the government to figure out what the heck these weird things are in the sky, because you're the ones that patrol the skies. You're the ones that monitor them, so you've got to have the answers, and, well, as we know, the government isn't very forthcoming with it most of the time. Well, sometimes, Even hold on, sometimes they tell you, you know what? It is a downed alien craft. Let's go look at it. And then they put yeah. extra debris around there and take you for a ride and tell you that the FBI is on to you and they buy the house across the street. If your name is Paul Benowitz, yes. <laughs> And if you want to dress up Dulce Base to make it look like an alien craft had crashed there, yeah, for sure. That's a choose your own adventure, you know? You just have fun with that.
Is that is that how we look at the legacy of Paul Benowitz? It was a choose-your-own-adventure tale by the government? <laughs> you know what? Always keep your finger back, because you can drop back if you know where you're at. You know, yeah, just but... go, go back a page. You know what? I don't go for that ride. <laughs> I, don't, I don't make that phone call. Uh, and uh, now I'm playing Canasta as an old man, so it's okay. <laughs> you know what the cool thing about Paul Benowitz was, though, is that in his house, and this was a cl- apparently attested to by Richard Doty, Paul Benowitz, and a few other people that would visit, mm-hmm. apparently there were these orbs of light that would come into his house and just go from room to room to room to room. And they couldn't explain that. They said it wasn't them, but, you no know. No shit. Pfft. Yeah. Now, that's something interesting. And we've talked about, you know, I've even... um with paranormal stuff, I've talked to a lot of people, orbs of light. That's kind of like the big crossover. You know, you, you dealt with those in, um, you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I dealt with them personally, Yeah, but it's skinwalker ranch, you know, the orbs and things like that. It's kind of like the, the great, uh, the, the great equalizer between the paranormal, the alien stuff. I mean, they, it's an interesting thing. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, that, that, I mean, the, the Benowitz story, aside from the fact that that man's life was ruined, it's a really crazy story of a government agency trying to handle one man and also a, an entire UFO community by just introducing all this disinformation. Well, it's not the only time they did it, and no. it's probably not the last time they're going to do it, but that's a tale for another day. <laughs> mm. Let's have a break. Uh, when we come back, we are spoiled because all our questions are going to be answered, actually. we <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I hit the jackpot. Someone remote viewed the whole thing and spilled the beans. So I'm going to tell us all about that next on Hysteria 51. That's what I just need to program C-Bot to do is just remote view everything. I think he would be useful at that point. Research is done. What do you say, Seabot? We do a little reprogramming on you. You get your remote view. Everyone knows I am the master of all I survey. Do you really want me able to remote view? (laughs) (laughs) And he's humble. So that's good. (laughs) Yeah. Enter one hero of our story, John Vivanco. He wrote a book, The Time Before the Secret Words, about his life as a, wait for it, already told you, professional remote viewer now rob he didn't dabble in it he didn't do it as a hobby he was a professional remote viewer what what is the distinction here is it just that he has like a a really dope looking website he has a phone number that you can call him and maybe some business cards i will tell you the distinction you're in luck he teaches remote viewing classes and for a nominal fee he'll teach you how to be one yourself (laughs) That's the distinction. He teaches remote viewing. That is a hell of a skill. You know, you don't get that down at the career center. <laughs> like, I want to go down to the adult center and learn this right now. <laughs> Where is the correspondence school? Like, do I want TV VCR repair or remote viewing? Mm. Mm. What, mm. Sally Struthers, can you please <laughs> help me pick? Spill it, Mysterio. What did he say? All right. So getting back, see, if you could do this yourself, you wouldn't have to ask me. But Vago describes the results of the remote viewing sessions of his team. So it wasn't just him. He's got a team, an arsenal, one might say, of remote viewers. And they looked <laughs> into this story as a they reference to it. And you got to understand some when they remote view, it's not always just uh, the exact thing. It's like feelings and, and flashes and things right. like that. So yep. they said that they, they had references to a UFO, something crashing, and the army. They just saw pictures of the army. In regard to the subject, our, our aforementioned Skinny Bob, He they said that they had these feelings of him be described as lonely, empty, feeling abandoned, angry, isolated, defeated, discouraged, feeling trampled and i'm wondering if they accidentally were remote viewing on our sometimes co-host kevin because that really (laughs) does he feel trampled often Uh, he does unfortunately life (laughs) tramples him i think uh they said that they kept hearing like this thought of everyone left me why me uh and he feels like he landed on the planet of the apes meaning humans 
are inferior beings to him in his mind's eye. So this is a racist alien. I tell you, man, we had to get the one racist alien. <laughs> the rest of them were okay. But if Skinny Bob uh, should just be called Racist Bob. <laughs> <laughs> we're setting it the record straight here. That's right. Uh, description, they said uh, they, they ranged from being bald and thin to a yellowy green skin. Large hands had three fingers and a claw more than a thumb. But, you know, hey, who knows? He's uh, one said he's a lizard looking person. One viewer called it a creature and uh, one did a drawing of a face with almost almond shaped eyes, which, as we know, when when people do draw the grays or talk about the grays, the almond shape is is usually the go to. Yeah, it's uh, it's the number one feature. I mean, uh, those eyes, man, you can't escape them. They just like get into your soul. And I will say this, and I encourage you all, I'll have a picture, but I encourage you all to actually look this up. It's going to take 14 seconds of your lifetime to go watch a video and see what he looks like. His eyes are very different than the normal gray that I see. Mm-hmm. Number one, he's blinking. And his ma- he does have a mouth that is visible, not that it's really moving. But he is a little bit different than uh, what I would think of when you hear some of the stories of, of Grays. I think he more resembles like the beings that were reported to have crashed in the Roswell incident, mm-hmm. just in that they had they don't have the almond shaped eyes. They have the smaller eyes. Their heads are kind of bigger in the back, and uh, a lot of the features that Skinny Bob has kind of references what's in the roswell crash right this is one of the things where people talk about well that's because he's a hybrid he's right. a, a gray human hybrid so he has the the shared features or the culmination of our features in them right one viewer saw a silvery object and that the beings are traveling through space from very far away what are they doing here they want to look into exploration uh scavenging mining and harvesting harvesting and mining even scat those are some ominous terms i would say so yeah you the main narrative that you get from most of these like people who have contact with aliens they usually say that they're here for either resources or they realize that we had the atomic bomb so they just showed up and uh I, there was one case i can't even remember which one it was and somebody had said that they came because they saw a great illumination and that was supposed to mean like, oh, human beings just showed up. Well, we got to go to this planet mm-hmm. and mess up their lives. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always funny. There's the first contact or the first, the jumping off point, the reason. But if you are coming here, and this mm. is something that we talked about recently on our abduction episode, like if you're coming here, there's really two there's lots of reasons, but you're either coming here to, I guess, three main ones to observe us just like we're we're in a zoo mm-hmm. or you want to help us like you're going to facilitate our ascension into whatever that might be, just bettering ourselves or going into the galactic civilization or whatever you want to call it, or you're here to wreck shop. And realistically, that's probably the more realistic one i guess all three could be but you know it's usually one of the three i'm sure there are offshoots of each of those but all of them are a little scary in one way or another right even if this is like i don't know like alien hazing from like (laughs) kids in alien college they got to come down and mess with human beings that's like that that's part of it that's kind of like what was it uh the explorers where the kid the alien children were sending them the schematics so they could come hang out with them in space yeah, exactly. <laughs> guess what, though? Well, there's more to the story. When they were remote viewing, guess what didn't show up in any of these sessions? Not one of them. The concept of being faked, deception, or a hoax. Boom. What? Yeah, they said it's all And these are true. professionals? These are professionals. You got to pay for their services. You don't pay for some unless it's a pro. So, obviously, it's true. Yeah, got to be. And they also asked... The good questions. Where's Bob? Well, they said they saw a cave-like space that he's in. Construction with high ceilings, uh, skeletal me- metallic appearances like scaffolding and stuff like that. An underground complex. And the location is also has a medical laboratory. 
Uh, the subject was non-human, and the same physical descriptions are given as the above, like to other objects, uh, other beings in there. There's also a small rubbery pool filled with warm liquid, and abductees have also described greys bathing in a liquid vat. That's interesting that this is brought up there. Uh, the subject behaves stoic at the outside, but on the inside is going absolutely insane. And his mind is connected to a hive mind or collective conscious. And he is sending out distress signals through his mind and hope that his fellow beings will come and rescue him. Maybe if he got in touch with Clifford stone, he might come out of retirement to help him. (laughs) Just get him back into the hive mind and send him on his way. Or, or or what are we doing here? (laughs) Well, there's that, there's a story and I remember it from the show hangar one on Mm -hmm. the history channel and they had Clifford stone on there. Files. Was that what? Yes. Yeah. And uh, for those that don't know Clifford stone, he is the supposed a, uh, crash retrieval guy that the government had that the army had he so. was he was the the man in the know that went and did it uh if there was a spot he's the guy who went there yeah and then allegedly in one crash retrieval there was an alien that was alive and they were holding it captive and it kept communicating to him that if he didn't let him out his alien buddies were going to show up and just fuck the whole place up <laughs> so uh clifford stone you know goes through security and and is able to free the alien. So it 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 has that kind of vibe to it. Right, right. And then the obvious question you got to ask. Where does Skinny Bob come from? Well, here's the important part. It's a planet with a crystalline structure on the surface. Mm-hmm. And uh, that sounds a lot like Krypton. <laughs> the viewers also described an all-pervasive mind on that planet that seems to be interwoven with the crystalline structures. Now, that that statement, I don't know if they're saying that the all-pervasive mind is the hive mind or if the planet itself is sentient. I don't know what they're saying with that. Uh, yeah, and that kind of that statement makes me more uneasy than anything that that you have said at all because it's like it's a it's a planet where everybody knows what you're thinking and uh you know can pinpoint you probably in about a second and like if the if the planet itself is somehow sentient uh, it's gonna find a way to kill you like it's just gonna happen yeah even if you were skinny bob you would think that uh if that was real and you were away from the planet they would see you as some sort of liability i guess Mm. Yeah. You know, your you know, hive minds brings up the thought of drones and things like that. And the one thing that's nice about drones is they're expendable. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Lord knows right now with the Space Force, <laughs> we're a threat now. So I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> exactly. Space Force. Well, I mean, come on. We got Solar Warden. We've had it for decades now. You know, we're out there in the in the 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 ether, just wrecking shop left and right. You know, Space Force is just a facade. Allegedly, according to Gary McKinnon, Corey Good, um, Randy Kramer, and mm-hmm. a few others, yeah, we've been we've been out there. We've been keeping things in line. We got yep. base on the moon, base on Mars. We probably got. Bases further out, and we've got a hell of a fleet right That's now. Right. The USSS, <laughs> USSSS, United States spaceship, <laughs> and the, what they, the uh, Helen Cotter, Hel- Higginbotham. I don't remember the names he gave them all, but uh, that right. was, that was uh, hell of stories with that, you know. So uh, it is interesting though to, to think about these things, and we don't have to think too much because they were remote viewed. So boom, we got proof. <laughs> You know, the only the only person, the only remote viewer I trust is Ingo, Ingo Swan. If his name is not in there, I don't think it's real. Right. <laughs> so the thing is, doesn't this whole story remind you of the alien autopsy video and stuff like that? Like in the same yeah. vein. Do you know off the top of your head, and I can look it up real quick while I'm asking you, what year did that come out? The alien autopsy video? Uh, the, do you want to know when the special came out or, uh, I just, when it was like, when it became a thing, uh, 1995. Yep. So this is six years later. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because when you read online, it's the same arguments. Well, 
there's no way they could have faked it. There's no way, you know, and people have the same things. They say the same things. I'm, you know, we made these claims, but guess what? We don't work for ILM. I look at anything though. And I think that could be faked now. Eight years ago is eight years ago, but (laughs) it doesn't seem that far fetched to me, you know, to be able to make something like that. Um, no, no. And, and, and like I say, given the recording technology of the time in 1942, when you have most of this allegedly being shot, mm-hmm. why would you be shooting it one from a car and two from a plane? Again, I don't think those are really great points to catch anything from with a camera that probably weighs what, like 25, 30 pounds. Right. Those things were huge. Right, right. So it doesn't make sense uh, in, you know, up front with that. And, Again, when you look at things that were shot in the 40s and the 50s, it it, it looks almost like he's animated. Like, it definitely yeah. looks CGI, and his movements do not match the movements of anything that is shot in 1942, let alone, the you know, before that, after that. It, it just doesn't line up. It looks too modern, even for, you know... The, Adding sound effects doesn't make a piece of footage old, right? Just because it's you know film canisters being played. Right. It, it's interesting, you know. You look at it, and the <laughs> my dumbass loves reading the comments, and this is one that you got to kind of go down some deeper holes to find information on. You know, you're gonna you might have to go to like page four of Google to get everything. Oh, dude, <laughs> which is dude? Nobody goes. Nobody goes. That's to page thirteen four. floors below the deep web. I don't know if you know that or. not. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the comments and they're just like, well, I believe them, yo. You know, like, obviously this is true. I've been saying this for years. You know, it's just the same stuff. And you go to the next page. Yep. Just like my dad told me, you know, <laughs> you know it's so funny. And people will say that they've broke it down and this is why it's true. And then the next person will be like, this is complete hogwash. You're an idiot. I love reading these. And the, the, the the funny thing is, is literally they're debating videos that have no merit other than they were just posted. That's it. They were right. just posted. The The backstory is we read you the backstory that they say 42 to 69. Interesting choice of years there. You know, they they're just there in the ether, never been posted again. And, and here we are talking about them. And that's that's what's interesting. And I, I know I brought this up earlier, but the thing that people love to grasp on is this is that disclosure. They're drip feeding, they're drip feeding, they're drip feeding, you know, and, and with the stuff going on with Tic Tac and, and TTSA and, and the, well, the medical meta materials and everything that's been in the news. Now. Yeah, but we can, we could discount TTSA because Tom DeLong says they're not a UFO research group. So I don't even need to talk about them anymore. <laughs> well, there's so much more than that. <laughs> Yeah, but like they're an army byproduct now. <laughs> well, here's here's my question. How many stockholders put money into that company thinking that they were a UFO research group? I would I would venture to say 99. But well, <laughs> yeah, 99.999% of them, but that's why they wait to say this. Now they're in phase 2, I think it said of of gaining money. I, I feel like there's going to be some federal trades commission crap come down on them one day or something because of Something that they've done, but I'm waiting for that. Who knows? You know what? I well, hope I'm wrong. You I know, hope I'm when wrong. You're, when you're paying yourself 35k for meta materials, man. I mean, <laughs> right. I, I hope like the IRS or well, you know somebody comes and down. this meta materials that you know not getting off on a tangent, but getting off on a tangent. This is stuff that Art Bell had for years. Right. He gave it to Linda Moulton Howe. Right. She did her own little stuff with it. Now it's in the news, and everyone cares about it. Well, where were you this whole time? And this is something that I've seen Chris Cogswell's argued about this and people go back and forth. It's like the testing of this isn't that stringent. Like it could be tested and we would know relatively quickly. Why isn't that done? Or if it's not been, or if it's been done and you don't want to release it, just say that, just say that dangling only keeps idiots on the line or it should. Mm -hmm. Right. Here we are talking about skinny Bob. So what do we know? (laughs) But I mean, like, Skinny Bob enters the pantheon of great alien videos along with, uh, there was that footage in the late 90s, early 2000s of another, I I forget what the heck it's called, uh, 
oh, it's the um, yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but there's a video of uh, an alien being interviewed at a table, and it looks like a puppet. It looks yes, like something, and it's in the dark. It's so in the dark. Yeah, because yeah. that's if I've got the proof of a lifetime. Fuck turning on a light. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Now, other people have said, well, they couldn't turn on the lights because he's sensitive to the light you ignorant prick <laughs> get him some damn sunglasses right? come on <laughs> right i don't know if uh i don't know how that works but i'm pretty sure i could figure out some way to do it throw on a black light uh, or something right i think he would be more endearing if like you were interviewing him and he was wearing sunglasses he would he would enter the you know he would be the heart of america at that point what yeah well that's why when they say why are you in our planet he just goes deal with it and puts on his glasses <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly the next meme that we all need but let's see what what are, what else is in there the uh the mona lisa alien on mars that, that's footage. an upcoming episode the the mona uh, lisa the the i don't know if if people know but they've got a body They've got a body. Yeah. Uh, that's from, from the moon, right? From the uh, Yeah, the that base. is from uh, Secret Moon Missions. Yep. Yes. Um, yeah, you got the Ray Santilli video, mm-hmm. um, the Alien Autopsy. Um, uh, trying to think if there's any others that come to mind. I think those are the core those are the, videos the big, right there. The big ones that... Um, and the reason that they come up, even you know when you look at the Mona Lisa, this, the autopsy, all these, they have a budget. Yeah. They look good. They're they're yeah. interesting. It's not just a dare I say Billy Meyer photo, <laughs> you know, <laughs> of like a hubcap thrown in the air. But there's no way he could have done that. He's just a one armed farmer. He couldn't have done it himself. <laughs> so. Are you trying to get Are you trying to get a Michael Horn shit list, or are you already on it? He called He called me out last year. Uh, I didn't get on his on his page though. But uh, when I was going to Alien Con, he did bash me. So. He bashed you on the way to Alien. Me. I put it on my resume. Uh, he bashed me on on Twitter uh, because I was okay. going to be speaking at Alien Con. So I've I've updated my resume. I hold that as a. You should hold that in high honor. I mean, you have <laughs> been right. bashed by Michael Horn. You've uh, you've gotten insight from Travis Walton. How I, can, can you go? Where do you go from there? Oh, man, I guess I gotta try to get a tug job from Skinny Bob. I think that's my <laughs> only option. I think real. you're gonna have to. Uh, you're gonna go have to talk to John Vivanco <laughs> and see if he can get you a little more uh, detailed information because it's gonna take some time to find. My guess is, you know. If we're talking underground, there's only one place that you keep anything underground, and that's Dulce Base. Well, Dulce, but you know, it's it's crisscrossed around this planet with their light speed tube system down there. So Right, right. He's probably blown off fingers by now, fighting with all the aliens and just terrible. Just poor skinny Bob. I know. Um, those so and those poor aliens. He's watching us now. Call me. Yeah. Call me. Reach out to me and uh We'll get Wait, going. are you connected to the network that he's connected to? You know, that, that collective unconscious, you know, can you dial into that? I mean, do we have an option? That's I a, think that's a better we question. have to. We have to. <laughs> I sure hope to God. Oh, man. So that's been Skinny Bob. That's our thoughts. But maybe, maybe we're wrong. <laughs> maybe we're <laughs> far off base. Let Maybe I'm know. not egotistical enough to believe that, but right. but if you're dumb enough to let us know, <laughs> you can let us know on Hysteria Nation. Just go to Facebook, look up Hysteria Nation, or you can go to Facebook.com slash Hysteria 51 pod. That is our Facebook page for the show. Tweet to us at Hysteria 51 pod. You can go to Patreon, Patreon.com slash Hysteria 51. Find this episode weekly audio dramas extra episodes up all nights lots of fun on there and get yourself some sweet swag also leave a voicemail 773-669-7277 we'll get back to those as soon as john's back he will be back soon john's got a new job and it is killing him not literally but uh, he's very busy so he is taking a little sabbatical tell a friend about the show and while you're telling a friend about the show Tell them about our strange guy. Yeah, we, we got some good stuff. We got some great stuff. Matt. And we got a website now. Last time oh I was here, we didn't God. have a website, but we do now. Is it .edu, I'm sure. 
Right. I, I tried, but I was disqualified <laughs> from the start. And I have I have commenced an effusive letter writing campaign, and uh, we'll see how that goes. They've asked but, me to stop, so now I write two letters a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like this is the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, if you want more information... You can just go to OurStrangeGuys.com. Soon, OurStrangeGuys.edu. We'll get there. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Fingers (laughs) crossed. Yeah, thank you so much, man. It was a lot of fun. And like I said, I wanted to have you on a fun one this time. It was interesting to talk about. It's interesting to to just compare it to some of the other stuff because, Lord, man, there's a lot you can pull from a minute's worth of videos. It's so funny. It is so funny. And I appreciate you having me on because this is definitely... Yeah, it's it's fun to dissect stuff like this from time some to time. Some of them are heady, some of them are sad. This one's just a just one you can have fun with. No yeah. one's getting probed. No, well, I guess it's sad if you're skinny Bob, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> he, he's getting probed in his own way. That's right. All right, so like I said, everyone, make sure you check out our strange skies. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been Rob, and he's been conspiracy bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite, join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.